Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 184. Not as many as you'd think. It was a really heavy feather. We had it made special. You had to be pretty damn evil to tip the scales on that baby. Stop here, that gas station. We'll put in a few gallons. The streets were quiet in the way that streets are... In the way that streets only are when the first snow falls. It's going to be a white Christmas, said Shadow as he pumped the gas. Yup. Shit, that boy was one lucky son of a virgin. Jesus? Lucky, lucky guy. He could fall in a cesspit and come up smelling like roses. Hell, it's not even his birthday, you know that? He took it from Mithras. You run into Mithras yet? Red cap. Nice kid. No, I don't think so. Well, I've never seen Mithras around here. He was an army brat. Maybe he's back in the Middle East taking it easy. But I expect he's probably gone by now. It happens. One day, every soldier in the Empire has to shower in the blood of your sacrificial bull. The next, they don't even remember your birthday. Swish went the windshield wipers, pushing the snow to the side, bunching the flakes up into knots and swirls of clear ice. A traffic light turned momentarily yellow and then red, and Shadow put his foot on the brake. The hearse fishtailed and swung around on the empty road before it stopped. The light turned green. Shadow took the hearse up to ten miles per hour, which seemed enough on the slippery roads. It was perfectly happy cruising in second gear. He guessed it must have spent a lot of its time at that speed holding up traffic. That's good, said Jackal. So yeah, Jesus does pretty good over here, but I met a guy who said he saw him hitchhiking by the side of the road in Afghanistan, and nobody was stopping to give him a ride, you know? It all depends on where you are. I think a real storm's coming, said Shadow. He was talking about the weather. Jackal, when eventually he began to answer, wasn't talking about the weather at all. You look at me and Ibis, he said. We'll be out of business in a few years. We've got savings put aside for the lean years, but the lean years have been here for a long while. And every year they just... Get to the end of the page. Jackal begins the page by asserting that Amit won't get as many heart snacks as Shadow assumed. The feather, typically an ostrich feather, was specially made and very heavy. Shadow mentions Christmas, and Jackal talks a bit about Jesus. This isn't the last time we get a fairly overt reference to this battle between Jesus and Christianity and the rest of the old gods, or at least I don't think it is. I wouldn't call it antagonism in this case, really, but it, it kind of borders on that. There's certainly no love lost between Jesus and some of the old gods, as a lot of the holidays Christians celebrate, particularly Christmas and Easter, are wallpapered over older, more pagan holidays and festivals. I was trying to remember if I talked about Mithras before. He was mentioned in the TV episode I watched about the Apis Bull, but the show didn't go too deeply into it. I think I tossed out the name, not remembering that he was mentioned on the page here. Mithra, without an S, is an ancient Zoroastrian god worshipped originally in what is now known as Iran. Mithra doesn't appear a great deal in the scriptures that have survived over the centuries, but in the ones that he does appear in, they go back to as early as 400 BCE. Mithra was a god of covenant oaths and light. Literally, his name translates as that which causes binding, hence covenants and oaths, and was considered a judicial deity, mostly due to his all-seeing nature. He was also the protector of truth and thus is similar to Ma'at in this way. Mithras, with the S, was worshipped in the Roman Empire from the 1st to 4th century CE. It was mysterious and cult-like with seven levels of initiation, underground temples known as Mithraea. This is likely when the Egyptian deities would have met with Mithras first, as Rome was heavily involved in Egypt for a time. 
Mithras was born from a rock, emerging fully formed, though still youthful, possibly a teenager based on some of the depictions I saw. He would have a dagger in one hand and a torch in the other. Jackal's assertion that Mithras's birthday was on the 25th of December may or may not be accurate. The festival of Natalis Invicti, a worship day for the god of the sun Sol, was held on the 25th since approximately 250 CE, but the worship of Mithras was almost entirely private, and much of the cult remains a pretty big mystery all these centuries later. The red cap that Jackal mentions does show up in most depictions of Mithras. It's known as the Phrygian cap, meaning and function of the cap within the cult has been lost, but in later periods in Rome, the cap was also used to signal if someone was free from their enslavement. The cap was then co-opted by revolutionary France as the Bonnet Rouge, literally red hat. I don't honestly remember if we meet Mithras throughout the rest of the novel, but if we do, it's got to be a brief experience. Jackal himself even states that he doesn't think Mithras made it to America, or maybe if he did, that he didn't survive here. The army brat joke is good because Mithraism in Rome was very popular with the Roman armies, and thus he tra- would have traveled around the Middle East and parts of Roman Africa as well. Shadow has a bit of trouble keeping the hearse on the road and fishtails a bit. If you're ever driving in snow and ice and you start skidding, just remember to turn the wheel in the direction you want to go. None of that turn into the skid nonsense, because that's confusing as hell. Just go where you want to go. If you overcorrect, you'll end up, say, crossing both lanes of traffic, hit a guardrail on the other side of 102, and be sitting in the snow for 30 minutes while you wait for a tow truck to come. For example. It's not really relevant to the page at all, but... It's winter. Maybe this will help somebody. Jackal does keep a good perspective, though. It all comes down to where you end up. America is Jesus country, but there's parts of the world where people wouldn't slow down to pick up the Savior on the side of the road. Jackal uses Afghanistan, which is probably a pretty good example, though I think Jesus would also have trouble catching a ride in India. Shadow invokes the storm. Once again, he means it literally, but Jackal kind of takes it in a more metaphorical direction. I gotta say, it's difficult, probably, to have a concrete conversation with some of these gods, right? Jekyll also comments that he and Ibis have been saving for the lean years, but it's already been the lean years as we speak. He also states that they'll be out of business for too long. I know he means the funeral business, but he may also mean it more as gods in America as well. But we can talk about that on tomorrow's episode. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganache for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.